let there be light. That was that was sexy, right? Like, like oh, I got to illuminate it now. Y'all don't get it because y'all wasn't here, Twitch. But we was here. We was in the dark. It was sultry and sexy. Now we got the lights. Clap it up for yourselves at home. Clap it up for yourselves. Okay, I hope you don't got Rona, baby. I hope you don't got Rona. And if you do got Rona, we can help you laugh through it. You know what I'm saying? We can help you laugh through it, baby. Chicken noodle soup it. All right, so we got a lot of we got a lot of dope people here today, and it's an amazing concept. You know, what I'm saying what's so funny about poetry. I personally, um, I, I started as a poet. Um, I do comedy now, so so this is perfect for me. You know, I'm a poet and a comedian, as well as our, our headliner today. It's the same kind of vibe. Uh, we got a lot of funny people. All the creatives are, are are really funny to me, but I love my man Ike Torres, who's in the building. Super creative, super funny. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to mix genres, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get a little interracial with it, you know what I'm saying? Like them thumbnails y'all like. Yeah, baby. Interracial with it. All right. So we'll have a few people coming up. So without further ado, we're going to bring up your first act. But before we bring him up, this dude is super dope. You don't understand. He's multi-talented, baby. He does interviews. He does DJing. He's, you know what I'm saying? He does sound, baby. He does engineering. Whatever you need, uh, he got it for you. But he's also promoting these shows, putting together this fire. You know what I'm saying? Dylan, 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 and Sharon. You see what I'm saying? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Putting it on. If you ain't heard the podcast, I got to do an interview. He like the Black Nardwar out here. You know what I'm saying? He deep with it. He's doing research out here. Y'all don't understand. He's asking about third baby mamas that people don't even know I have, baby. Let's go. That's research. Okay. Now let's research, you know what I'm saying? He's deep diving. Let's go. <laughs> so without further ado, like I said, this is the man who put this together for us. He's been doing a lot of dope things in the community. So please, please follow us all. Follow him and his movement. Give it up for my man, Sharon Resolution. So with every, so every poem, I always say like this, I'm going to do poetry tonight. Uh, how you doing? My name is Sharon Resolution. And I always hear... Um, poets talk to women and or men and try to get you know try to get their fans all hyped up. So I got a poem for that. I got something for that. I call I call that that style of macking what the street call it. I call it spoliola. Hey, Miss Lady, how you doing? My name's Sharon. Last name Resolution. So what brings you to the grid? Is it the entertainment or do you live in the mid? Then let me lust your lips with luscious limericks. Seduce your mind frame with seductive sonnets. Hide up your headspace with hip haikus. And then give you a little fantasy with some funky free verses. Is that what you came for? Something you can't ignore? Is my eager all in poetry nevermore? feeling like Emily Dickinson. See, this is what you're witnessing. Simplicity that undresses Mother Goose. Hold up, let me reintroduce myself. I am Dr. Seuss, here to walk you around and seduce you in your birthday suit. Cause I'm impressed. But for Sam, I am not as you a spot. So take a guess, say my name. All right, so since we're going to get a little freaky on it, why don't we do this? I'm going to give you a story of when the strawberry met the banana. 
So a strawberry met a banana at a fruit bowl. They talked about their interests and goals. They walked over to the counter and the, began, the banana began to peel. The strawberry was impressed by the big, tall banana. They both took a dip in the yogurt bowl and swam around and came to the edge. And as they sat there, the strawberry began to speak. Oh, banana, you're so fine. I think I want to blend with you. Caught by surprise, the strawberry was like, I mean, the banana was like, I think I want to blend with you too. The banana caressed the seeded strawberries, the seeded exterior. And this began a swirl in the yogurt bowl. And it began to swirl and swirl and swirl. Ooh, banana, ooh, strawberry. The swirling became intense. The swirling was getting so intense that they started to split and merge and split and merge. Oh my God, this is incredible. Split and merge. And the swirling became harder and harder and more. And it got vigorous and tremendous. Oh my gosh, keep it going. This is incredible. Oh my goodness. And as it got to the point, it raced and kept on swirling and swirling and swirling and swirling until it reached its ampex. And the sun set, and the moon rose. The flowers bloomed, and it brought a standard of emotional and senses peaked. And then they began to speak. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We're gonna smoothie! And you thought Jamba Juice was just a family establishment. <laughs> All right. So I wrote something for COVID to understand how I'm feeling right now. So this is to COVID. I call it Ode to Ass Lips. How can I forget to spread my cheeks and expose my ass lips? Amused by raspberries, I can do. And with a lip match, you can blow fire too. Like my mouth, your burps are excused. But is it weird that you have taste buds? With diarrhea, my frontline defense, known to keep a tight lid or talk shit. You pucker my posterior to keep the floodgates closed. Clean inspection when the bombing is done. I left you with a shit-eating grin. Sorry for all the burning. I forgot to drink some water. And if the lips get chapped, I apply Vaseline. I get a smile from ear to ear just to seem obscene. But for those who diss, I insist. You can kiss, COVID can kiss my ass until my ass gives it a kiss.
<laughs> All right, last one. So I've been working, I've been a self-employed since 2019. And I ain't gonna lie, this stuff is hard. And sometimes I reminisce and get nostalgic about the office. 8 a.m. Thursday. I walk past a security door to meet a time clock. The clock's a Nazi, but that's okay. I punch it daily. I sit in a six by six cubicle in a windowless room to eliminate distraction. But Betty's a rebel. Pictures of babies and beaches fill her cubicle wall. This will be a quiet place. It went for the tap, tap, tapping on the keyboards. I monitored the monitors that are monitoring me. We're at an audio visual standoff. The eyes of the artificial lighting illuminates while Jane tolerates a migraine daily. The empty boxes on my desk calendar long for red X's. Can I take a sick day tomorrow? <coughs> COVID. <laughs> Gluten-free Janine silently slips the last Danish off the coffee table. Dave got fired yesterday. Vultures circle his desk. I got dibs on the multicolored markers. In the break room, the smell of burnt popcorn wafts. It's the perfume of the damned. At the water cooler, employees overhydrate to take unnecessary pee breaks. I scrape up four quarters to pay the dealer's new price. A three. Kit Kat, please. The office refrigerator stores memories of employees long gone. Passive aggressive notes are our slow descent into hell. Keep your hands off my sandwich! Signed, Phil. The boss brings her favorite creamer today and puts her name on it. Sharpie will not stop me. I dump half of it into the sink and put a thank you note. Signed, Phil. I tell myself every day, I deserve this. This is where I belong. My therapist says I'm in an abusive relationship with my job. Hmm. Yesterday, we had a training video on office shooters. Not quite sure if it was prevention or tutorial. Hmm. We'll see at the next evaluation. Thank you. My name is Sharon Resolution. Thank you. Yeah, buddy, this is that bullshit. You got me spilling like fucking Kevin Hart out this motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't that tall, goddammit. I hate tall people. I want to fucking chop tall people at the knee and shit. All right, all right, all right. Give it up for Sharon. Um, fucking people at home.
you fucking stalkers. Don't you guys feel like voyeurs? You fucking weirdos. Ah, the people at home. I'm sure Sharon uh, fucks in Jamba Juice bathrooms. I'm sure of that. That boy be that boy be getting his smoothie on. Let's go. This is random. We have like artists here and then like a couple. That's random. You can't see at home. The loving embrace. I'm guessing you guys are a couple because you're touching each other. It'd be weird if you were brother and sister. Um, <laughs> that would be odd. But yeah, if you guys are in a relationship, please stay in that relationship because the dating pool does have pee in it. And and COVID peed in it, right? So it's fresh. It's nice. and fresh. The dating pool is warm like the kitty section of Sunsplash. If you've, if you've ever partake, that's very pissy there. <laughs> so you know you gotta stay together because because niggas ain't shit people ain't shit um guys and girls both i thought girls were made of sugar and spice and everything no they're made of fucking weave and eyelashes and ratchet and this kind of shit and like <laughs> so yeah and and guys are horrible in my generation um they don't court women anymore did, did he court you ma'am to to get you Hey, round of applause. See, chivalry's a gentleman. You sexy beast, you, bro. Oh, look at you go. Look at you fucking go. I like that. See, guys in this generation, they don't court anymore. They just offer women drugs, right? There's a Molly Perka set. And they be like, okay, Zaddy. And they, they, they accept this, right? Um, I, I even heard uh, people saying bitch in a, in a love song. Have, have you heard this? Because I feel like my, my people, we say bitch too much. We say bitch all the time. Like, little shit happens. Like, a fly landed on my pastrami sandwich, and I'm fucking bzz, bzz, bitch, bzz, bzz, bitch. I start gang banging on the fly. It was like a fucking Tupac video. Bzz, bzz, bitch. Buzz, buzz. And so, yeah, so we say bitch too much, right? And I heard it in a love song. I love you, bitch. Want you to have my kids. I love you, bitch. Right. And they did some Chris Brown movement and shit and all was forgiven. They were OK with it. But think about like real music. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't court women like that with real music. You guys like uh, Motown. If I go Otis Redding, Otis Redding. Nah, nah, nah. He'll fucking have a seizure for your fucking love. Right. Nah, 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 nah. He'll disc skip for your love. Right. What about Temptations? Got to love it. Right. Nobody come and see you, Otis. Right. You got to love Temptations. That was for two black people in the room. Okay. <laughs> Imagine temptation using those kind of words while trying to court you. Doesn't make sense. Check it out. You got a smile so bright. Bitch, you could have been a kendo. The way I hold you tight. Hey. Bitch, you could have been a hendo. The word bitch don't go with choreographed dance moves and jazz hands. It doesn't go together. Well, you could have been anything that you wanted to, bitch, I can tell. The way you do the thing, right? <laughs> we go together. They don't care anymore. Just fucking Molly Perka said, okay, Zaddy. That's all it is now. Shit's crazy. All right, so you guys stay together. We'll try to, you know, hold it on. Because we thought fucking Rona was going to be done by now, right? We fucking thought it was going to be over. So hold on. You guys are making it. Don't go outside. It's just pegging and fucking Omarion virus. It's a lot of crazy shit going on outside. Y'all gotta fucking bundle up, cold world. Bundle up. All right. 
So, okay, so we're gonna keep it going. I can't talk too much, right? We're on a time limit, goddammit, okay. So uh, the next guy coming up, once again, we have some very, very talented girls and guys here to perform for you tonight. And this is one of my favorite. Like I said, I started like in the poetry world. And this is a, one of Sack's poetry legends, been doing it forever. He's been helping out the kids, whether it says or starting his own thing. He's had his own uh, one man show. I was able to actually help him out with that uh, as a stage manager and just kind of see how he thinks and how he puts his stuff together. Man, he had different uh, looks. He had different outfits, man. He had scenes and everything. So this dude is amazingly creative, and I think he's super funny. I think you'll uh, agree with me. Give it up for Ike Torres! <laughs> my man, hold on. Let me take my mic sock off, baby. Somewhere over the gentrified <laughs> rainbow. Somewhere out there in the universe, there is a hipster floating in a tank marinating in Epsom salt, in the darkest depths of simulated deprivation, working out the kinks of their minds, seeking manifestations, untangling another seven days of stress inspired by FOMO. For $99 an hour, they breathe in and out. <sighs> Recollecting on that one quote of Tick Not On they read on Pinterest, where the answer to their plastic melodramas levitated from worry into the vapors of who really gives a fuck. For $30 more, they can sweat out the craft beer to the soundscapes of whales fucking in the Antarctic. After washing the salt from their crevices, feel free to enjoy a cup of Earl Grey before floating back into the ether of the concrete, where struggle is singing inner city blues to a backdrop of brew bikes. Take in the sights, baby. Who knew concrete littered with rideshare scooters could be so uplifting? Don't mind the man taking a shit in broad daylight. It's all good. That's just the hiccup, see? <laughs> or the homeless cat you just stepped over asking for a quarter. Man, that's the cost of progress. Put your AirPods in and tune in to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. All right. So, you know, every, it, ain't, it ain't an original. I, I can't imagine what's happening at open mics right now. <clears throat> I don't get to go to them because uh, it's fucking virus. But I, too, must speak on my experience with COVID-19. <clears throat> Hold on, let me get a little wine. I ain't gonna lie, I love this shit, man. This is fucking I drove by this place hella times, and I thought it was just that little room out there. And to my fucking to, it, when I came in here, I was blown the fuck away. I instantly fell in love, and here I am. You understand, this is like a dream for me being a little stage like this, tight quarters. Oh, all right, anyway, anyway. <clears throat> Month one through six of the lockdown, I was spreading around the house naked in all my introvert glory, thinking to myself, this feels like Christmas break without the joy marinated in terror absent the toilet paper. Just when I was about to lose it, Hollywood intervened with an off-key rendition of Imagined all the people 
to the backdrop of 7,500 square feet, followed by Nancy showing us the benefits of inside trading and ice cream. All I could think was, someone get that chick a glass of water. Old fucks were in the midst of another round of political fisticuffs while Trump was busy doing Trump activities. Meanwhile, I was cold calling Coke dealers for Clorox wipes on the low. The NBA was coming to grips with the reality of its balls being deflated and the people wept. Then came Tiger King, where I too was swept into the dysfunction of Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin, where I learned two lessons. Lesson one, hell hath no fury like a woman's tigers and don't fuck with Carol Baskin. Allegedly, the word allegedly was annoyingly on trend and dumb people found their voice on every social media app imaginable. I was in a steady scroll maneuvering past onslaughts of illogic when I decided it was probably best to amputate 567 friends off my friends list for ending every post with, think about it. <laughs> then came the consistent mind reminders that this country had not learned its lessons concerning classism, racism, and every other ism sprouting from the rotting head of capitalism. We were all forced to sit in our ignorance without the security blanket of bread and circus. The world had stopped long enough to realize we are who we thought we weren't, and the people wept. Calls for equality filled concrete arteries across the nation while rubber bullets, batons, and political fodder obfuscated from the validity of their cries for peace. As the people grew confused by mask on, mask off, just kidding, no really, while debating around the clock about some old fuck named Fauci. Oh, mask styles. I enjoyed the various mask styles indeed, especially the ones that were inefficient. Who knew viruses had a hard time entering the human body through nostrils and haircuts? Motherfuckers really need haircuts and waxes. Who knew some of y'all were this fucking hairy? <laughs> Corporations began taking stands while standing on the necks of the impoverished to sew their logos with calloused hands for the sake of profits. Hospital workers and all forms of labor we take for granted daily became every politician's hero as they debated $1,200 checks and the people wept. The insanity peaked for me nine months in. Now I was limping around the house naked because I had to, because even the laundromat had gotten scary. I didn't know how many more times I could get my ass beaten fortnight by some eight-year-old in Tallahassee with a fire Wi-Fi connection, but I was hell-bent on finding out. This was about the time Gavin got caught with his pants down at the French Laundry and every hick this side of the American River was pissed. I knew it was getting real bad when I started thinking... If I turn my head real fast, like fast enough, I just might be able to chew my ear off. If successful, I'll lob it over the neighbor's balcony to let them know I can hear them 10,000 steps they taken on the daily. And please do me a favor and shut up that annoying dog you call baby. Month 12, I was ready to hang myself from the raptors. But then I thought... I don't know if the rope is strong enough to hold me up, considering I gained 50 pounds eating my fillings. I did get to reflect a lot. Learned I hated humans as much as I had thought. Illuminating, empowering, but missed them in a sadomasochistic sort of way. My eyes had gone dry from the trauma porn being flung at my face 24 hours a day and I had gotten old. 
like bones aching because it's cold old, like tinnitus earned after a 20 spent in Honda Civics equipped with stadium speakers old, like hypertension old. My attention span was under attack in the form of Twitter refreshes from bots promoting clickbait. My mom couldn't help but pass along the mass media puppets liberal mind fuckery via text 15 times a day, but at least she reached out, right? When everything got real quiet, I mean real quiet, like you can hear a pin drop quiet, my anxiety would tap me on the shoulder for a little tete-a-tete, which was exhilarating. Can't count how many times my Apple Watch scared the shit out of me. Drudgery came in the form of telework, where I found brilliant ways to pretend I was working. Like pace, placing weights on the uh, space bar long enough to keep myself available. Effective enough for my boss to stay the fuck out of my hair, but at least I was working right. Right. Matter of fact, I'm as happy as a lark. Wings clipped, dipped in chum, waiting in shark-infested waters. Because this country has an insatiable appetite for sanity. Thank you. My name is Ike Torres Ben Sweat. <laughs> Man, give it up one more time for Ike Thoris. Let's go. I'm not that good at this either. That's why I have multiple children. Let's go. Yeah, speaking of these kids, fuck these kids. Can we say that? Can we say that on TV? Fuck these kids. Yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's all right. I think it's all right. All right, all right. So without further ado, I'm not going to do too much, man, because the mic is hot. The mic is hot. We got a couple more artists coming up. So you you know what I'm saying? We, uh, like I said, have girls and guys. We have all different kind of styles. We got Auntie Vice, who I know from the Soul Collective days. We be at Blue Lamb. She's in the community. Luna's. A bunch of different places where we all got to hang out. And like Ike was saying, we no longer have that, uh, that like that, that place of fellowship, right? That's kind of like our little church, you know what I'm saying? So it's good to see y'all. You feel me? It's good to see y'all. For the people who, who online, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. We need to go outside and do jokes at the park or some shit. Like come outside. Okay. Just come outside and stay six feet. Let's make some shit work because we miss y'all, right? We miss the crowd. We miss doing this. So we appreciate everyone streaming. So let's clap it up. The people in here for the people who are streaming. We appreciate y'all. Uh, uh, right there. Oh, oh, get my good side. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you like that? See? I'm a, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it looked better in person. Fuck y'all. Oh, I look better in person. Yeah. All right. So one more time for Auntie Vice. <laughs> Oh, let me get you. Let me get you sanitized. There you go. And we're fucking with poor Jesse's height level. He keeps having to adjust the camera. <laughs> so yes, I, I'm Auntie Vice, and I'm glad to be here tonight. For those of you who don't know me, I used to have a real job. Um, <laughs> I worked in politics, and then I quit seven years ago to write about sex and kinks. So you know, my parents are real proud. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, no, that, that is my day job. It's great. Um, I, and when I switched careers, I decided to try poetry to help me refine my writing. Because political writing is very jargon-filled and awful. And uh, so I tried to, decided to try poetry. And uh, I quickly learned I couldn't do too many poetry open mics because I had too much good consensual sex. So I didn't fit in. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Some of you know what I'm talking. You've been to those open mics. Let's get a hug. Uh, <laughs> so then, then I went over to the the comedy side because at least I knew they would talk about sex in a somewhat positive way. But I had another problem because I always felt like I needed to talk to the comics in the green room afterwards. Like. Um, you shouldn't be eating ass like a bag of groceries. Like, you eat a bag of groceries, it comes home, you put it on the shelves, you let it sit there a couple of days, you hope the shit in the fridge don't go bad, you got to prepare it. That's not how you eat ass. You eat ass like Chinese food. You want it hot, delivered, and up to basic health code. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I, I've done a little in both worlds. Um, surprisingly, my poetry career crossed over to my porn career, and uh, it's true. My first erotic film that I wrote and directed, you can find it online, is based on this piece called FDA Approved. Yes, po poetic uh, porn. Some celebrities ensure their face, their legs, their smile. Some martial artists claim their hands are registered as a deadly weapon. Some men have cocks that should be FDA approved. The patient information insert would read, do not break, crush, or chew. Swallow whole. Take exactly as directed. Do not stop until the entire dose is finished. Do not operate heavy machinery until you find out how dick affects you. Do not combine with other dick prescriptions without consultation first. Take regularly to improve mood, reduce depression and anxiety, increase muscle tone, and increase flexibility. Side effects may include increased wetness, involuntary muscle spasms, soreness at the injection site, temporary Tourette syndrome, Weakness in the arms and legs, inability to concentrate, and drowsiness. May cause addiction with frequent use. Do not use off-brand dick from Craigslist. And for fastest refills, please text your provider directly. Because good dick will change your life. Uh, I say that honestly uh, because I was married to a woman for 12 years. Absolute doll. Uh, totally different from me. She's about five feet tall on a good day. Um, and about 300 pounds, little round white woman. Very sweet. Um, and now I'm dating Sharon, tall, handsome black man. And when he met her, the first thing he said to me is, how did we happen? Like, that's your... And I had to say, well, she ruined me for short, round white women, and I had to go for the opposite. <laughs> It's fantastic. He's also one of the only men who can, can roll with me. You gotta have ball, true balls to roll with me. When, you're, when your partner is out there talking about sex every day, right? It, it takes a, a brave man. And when it works it into your stage show, you take a really brave man. And I was, I was glad to see he puts this together because he's still not afraid to put me on stage, um, which is a good thing, it's true love. And so I do this piece to my inspiration. I have a confession. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been six months since my last confession. 
I have touched myself 37 times and I have lusted after two fine men. Father, please ask God to send me a good man so I can stop sinning. The church door closes and the sun breaks through a window opening in the clouds. Across the way he sits, bread and wine pass his lips. For the next 40 days and 40 nights, this man keeps me wet and floods away memories of all who have come before. We pair in every position. The four horsemen, the reverse four horsemen, until his tower makes me babble. My songs become less Amy Grant and more song of Solomon. Milk and honey spills from my lips. And when he enters me, I find the promised land. I find our positions are like the loaves and fishes, multiplying to fill my every need, and I cannot deny his Peter is a revelation. I find this touch begets this quiver, begets this moan, begets this climax, until I speak in tongue. We, he parts my Red Sea. I sought him his Gomorrah. He introduces me to a whole new way of prayer, and I gladly get on my knees twice a day and say, thank you, Jesus, and praise St. Anthony, for I have found my G-spot again. He is a descendant of Ham, and well, I may just be a Ham, none of this is kosher, but it has opened a new covenant and brought forth a new testament in the image of the Almighty, and it is good. Dear Lord, this man has brought me out of the desert and into the promised land, and I will bring him offerings of my heart, my body, and my soul. At Sunday service, I offer the following prayer with my deepest devotion. God is good. God is great. Thank God I no longer have to masturbate. Praise Jesus. Amen. I'm Auntie Vice. Thank you. Oh, oh, you got oh, to get your mic condom. Just seal it up, put a little hot sauce in it. Get your little mic condom. Let's go. Drake bars. Drake reference. Hot sauce. I love that. One more time for Auntie Vice. I love that energy. She says she like her ass hot and delivered like Chinese food. I like that, ma'am. I disagree. I like my ass chilled. Yes, I prefer chilled ass like shrimp. Okay? I dip a little ice in there. You feel me? Boop. That's the, <laughs> that's the noise I make because it's innocent. My daughter does that. Boop. <laughs> so that's how I dip my, my ass ice. Boop. <laughs> see? Now it's more palatable. You see what I'm saying? When I first was talking about dipping ice and ass and ass and ice, you didn't. But you give it up. Boop. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying, people at home? Fuck you, because I can't hear you. I live off your laughter. God damn. This is like pro bono work for a comedian. Hey, you tell all the jokes, you get one-fifth of the laughs, okay? All right? All the awkwardness of these fucking lights, but none of the laughs. Um, so you guys are saving me right here. You feel me? Boop. <laughs> now, every time you hear that, you can think, little ice, little ass. Boop. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. You got, you're sitting up here talking about him. That doesn't make him, he shouldn't feel uncomfortable because you made him sound like a black god, like fucking Idris Elba. You feel me? The little white woman that lost your G-spot, she should, because she has one. How you lose it? She should have fucking Google, fucking Siri or something. Let fucking tell her where the fuck the G-spot is. So she should feel bad. Yeah, y'all are fucking interesting. I will watch y'all fuck for anything less than $8.99. Because $10, you feel me? I ain't paying $10, you feel me? Niggas ain't paying $10 for almost anything. $10, nigga. 
I got ten dollars, ten dollars, nigga. Um, but yeah, if y'all had like uh, you know, like a little live stream, anything less than eight ninety nine, because y'all probably look like Monday Night Raw, that motherfucker <laughs> off the road. <laughs> I don't know who is fucking DDT and who over here. I don't know who. You guys can probably both suplex each other equally, equally suplexed. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, no, no. You guys got it. boop. Because see, once you have kids, that hole, that becomes your favorite hole. Fuck these kids, okay? Boop, we gonna boop tonight because fuck these kids because you ovulating, okay? It's boop week, okay? Because <laughs> fuck these kids. I can't stand my kids. They're fucking enabled. Because when they're home with you, you realize it was them the whole time. And they're fucking horrible. Especially when they're teenagers. You want to trip them down the stairs. I was an accident. It, fuck i hate them bro they're lazy they're, uh, what happened to the to the uh to the student exchange program let's bring let's exchange these motherfuckers out i want a fucking little african kid that's fucking hella genius he can make fucking motorcycles out of target baskets and shit i need one of them he fucking takes alcohol and, and turns it into distilled water for flint michigan I need one of them genius little fucking killers. Would you? You made solar panels out of what? What the fuck? I need one of them because my kids ain't shit. They're not worth They're just average black kids without the hood. You feel me? It's like fucking, it's like ginger beer. You feel me? Like it looks, you know what I'm saying? That's a, I'm going to keep that. That's the first time I've ever said that. I just realized on stage with you motherfuckers and the 12 stalkers at home that my kids are like ginger beer. Some bullshit. They don't got none of the hood. They're from Northern Thomas. They got their own room. Nigga, you know how long it took for me to have privacy, nigga, in my life as a human? As a human, nigga, you gonna sleep by yourself? What? The fuck out of here. And my little brother peed in the bed and tried to always get the top bunk. Nigga, ain't no way. Ain't no way. All right. Without further ado, without further ado, we have our headliner of the night. Once again, I am super uh, excited, or as the white people say, stoked, hey. super stoked to have you, to have these people here, man, because I do poetry, I do comedy. This is like my familiar because we're all very similar, poetically funny people, and this dude puts it together beautifully. That's why his name is Joking Word. If you haven't heard from him, he was uh, in Stockton holding down. Now he's in Sacramento building. He has the uh, poetry and paint and a bunch of other things he's doing. So once again, please tap into all these artists, man, because we out here doing our thing. Give it up for your headliner of the night. Kale's joking word, Barksdale. I had to say it right. I had to say it right. You feel me? Let me take off my mic condom. You feel me? Because if one person uses the same condom, <laughs> it's a sticky situation. <laughs> Yeah, like he said, I'm Kells. That's K-E, two L's and a Z. Like R. Kelly, but without the P. <laughs> yeah. So don't confuse him with me. <laughs> he goes to the playgrounds and says, ooh, that's my bae. Just because he has hits, that's not okay. He needs the beats by Dre because that is a bad look like fat Kanye. Don't. Confuse me with cows. See, once might be an anomaly. Honestly, it bothers me. When the Pied Piper of R&B starts to take 12 play, literally. 
Don't confuse me with cows. Now, I don't see you nothing wrong but a little bump and grind unless she's under nine and not old enough to remember the time when a hashtag was just a number sign. She should do better, bruh. It's a regular to get caught stepping in the name of love on how to catch a predator. Don't confuse me with cows. It's ugly and out of this world. I have less money, more bladder control. Cal stands for keep emitting liquid love zaps, kindly encouraging letting loose zippers, captivating every lady leaving zygotes. Now, don't overstudy my quotes. I know captivating doesn't start with a K, but that's okay. It's okay because kids starts with a K. Don't confuse me with Cal. Whoa, 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 whoa. You never been to a poetry show? We snap. We snap around here, baby. Yeah. Let's get these energies, these auras, and these chakra points right. All right. All right. Let's, let's reset the room. Let me get one snap. Okay. Let me get two snaps. Let me get a caca. <laughs> I'll sound like pregnant birds. <laughs> Give it up for all the artists y'all seen tonight, man. That was, was different. This is definitely not a show that I've been to before. This is, this is very different. Um, Y'all, y'all can't see at home, um, but like when Auntie, Auntie was on stage and Sharon was in the crowd, he was doing the hand signs for it. He's like four, then reverse. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll part that C. <laughs> I was like, y'all took this too far because you look like a choir director. <laughs> it's like, yes, that's me. <laughs> I saw the men go more uh than Master P. Yes, that's me. That's me. All right, cool. Um, you said the part about uh, going to poetry shows and realizing that you don't fit in, right? Yeah, I had that. I never, I won one poetry slam, all right? And I realized the reason I don't win poetry slams is because the most hurt poet wins every time. And my poems are silly, you know? I don't, I'm not hurt. So I wrote this poem because it's the most tragic piece I could write ever. It's called Horror Scope. Yeah. So when you hear your horoscope, I need you to make noise. I need you to ca I need you to snap. We're going to find out who got the best horoscope in here. Y'all ready? Yeah, here we go. I don't know why poets take that long pause, but I wanted to do it myself. (laughs) I graduated. Wait, I ain't do the poetry tip, so my fault, y'all. Here we go. I graduated. (laughs) But I was congratulated with a bag of scorn. They said, of course, they would cap a corn. Cool, we don't need any of those. A (laughs) corn. A query is a question. Question. Why do I keep letting my exes tear my heart into Pisces? It was a regular. My trachea wouldn't let air ease. Let's go. Yes. Yes, family. Let's go. Words tore us. I like this show already. (laughs) She had sex with my brother, so now it feels like I got a gem and I. Why lie? What is the answer? If you got a penny for these thoughts, put it in this can, sir. 
axes, Leos in your heart, the size of darts. I was a virgin at the time, so she let the ver go. When I ran into my brother, I said, Lee, bruh, what do y'all know about going to Chick-fil-A and forgetting that it's Sunday? And the only thing open is Subway. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> you know how it feels to eat his... Squ- <laughs> that is super nasty, though. Subway. <laughs> they don't got real tuna fish. <laughs> you know how it feels to eat a torpedo full of tears? It feels like a Scorpio yelling, get over here. I swear, I'm not trying to act hard. But last week, I lost my sad card. Yeah, yeah, you get it. They're still clapping. Who raised them? (laughs) All right, yeah, so uh, let's have a little bit of fun. You guys are, okay, we got two couples in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you guys got together, you guys ever been in a bad relationship? You told us about your bad relationship. (laughs) The important thing is that you got out. You know, there's a movie called Get Out, and you did that. For everybody else that's ever been in a bad relationship or you are still in that bad relationship, I'm married, I'm not. It's cool, right? We good, right? We're good. This goes out to everybody out there. If you with somebody that you really don't want to be with, you can snap on your insides. (laughs) That sounded super creepy. (laughs) Could snap on your insides. Wait, before I do that poem, um, I I I gotta talk about Sharon, okay? No, 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 no. You did the right thing, all right? You was that poet tonight. There's always one, even at the funny poetry shows, that one overly sexual poet. Sharon came in here like, she's on my diction. What we do is gorgeous. I work that assonance until it leaves her the sorest. Her ex-man, she had to get rid of him. Because he was an idiot. With him, she only met a four, and so I gave her four more. I'm like, I am glad we got these Mike condoms. Because he is a problem. I wanted to write my own super sexy poem, y'all. So this poem is called California Love, all right? Yeah. Yo, you a, you a different type of freak. <laughs> I didn't even get into the poem. He's like, mm, yeah. I'm about to try out all these cities. <laughs> Relax, killer. He said, Stockton. <laughs> hey, and, and Russ, don't be, don't be saying I used to live in Stockton, all right? I don't live there no more. You can tell I'm alive, right? I used to lie about living in Stockton, all right? I'm not going to go back now. <laughs> no, it's just, True story about Stockton, man. I did a show in San Francisco. Guys like, hey, man, where you stay? I was like, look, I'm in the East, East, East Bay. He's like, Livermore? I'm like, nah, Easter. <laughs> Easter, yeah. So um, this is California love. Here we go. You deal. You deal with an overzealous fella. Let's leave that man lost and jealous. Breakfast on the beach. You ever have a San Diego? Girl, I would do your body joy. 
I hope I sent a mental note. I heard that your boyfriend was a Bati boy because it's sack ram men too. Look, I could have gave this all to Dina, but I look past Adina. Remember what you want, Lynn Wood. That's light. Let's turn these watts up. I'm trying to put the wood in the valley, and I will go down South Bay. I'll start with your back first. You won't be able to stand nor walk. Money talks, but you know what my chat's worth. I know. I made your Aunt Terry. Oh. But let's not bring up my past there. Remember what you want, Hollywood. And if your man act up, even Fresno, I stock ton. You don't want what's in this palm, Dale. You will end up walking dead. Don't end up like Glenn, Dale. Baby, it's crazy. Ask Tracy. I got this gift wrapped. All I need is your box. I'm a star. Think the top of Christmas trees. Stop. Whether naughty or nice, when I come down your chimney, I bet you'll believe in Santa. Monica, <laughs> remember what you want, Englewood. Baby, I'm not done free riding this tongue. Don't you know I comp ton? Why are you arguing with your man? Begging him to give you more. When you love, when it's oak land in your liver, more. Don't worry about his speech. I'm just trying to give you something long, beach. <laughs> not trying to be all up on you, love. I'm just trying to give you this cala. California love. Now, back to the bad relationships, all right? Uh, I almost got ahead of myself. Yeah. So this poem is called Fast Food. Yeah. So if you've ever been in a bad relationship, this poem is for you. My love. You ever realize when poets say my love, it's usually very serious. <laughs> there we go. My love keeps on cultivating. My heart keeps on palpitating. This feeling, it was an affliction. How contradicting. I called it love, but she called it an addiction. Send me this woman that won't leave me empty and will make other women envy. My grandmother was the first to tempt me with this girl. Her name was Wendy's. And Wendy, she left me plenty full. I loved her because she was so friendly. She was too friendly. She made me beef with too many. Her ex-man was her best friend. They were official since V-Day. His initials were BK. I thought of murdering this nigga they called the Burger King. But he was a hot-headed whopper. You might have heard of him. The nerve of him. Don't you know he's second in command and he doesn't stand a chance of my girl's biggest fan? She loved that brother, man. On the block, he's a Big Mac. Most of y'all can dig that. In fact, y'all might see that greasy brother on the corner. He's there 24-7 like a 7-Eleven treating her to dollar meals. How's it feel to not know your own worth? Hold on. Let me answer my phone first. Maybe not. Maybe I should cover my own dirt. Good thing she didn't do her homework. Otherwise, she hired an army to harm me. Carve me for creeping with her little sister, Arby. But Arby, she wanted to be all mine, but she's just a small fry. She don't got no buns and stab. That's no fun. But I proceed to pass on through to that white castle. She's been kind of patient. I just know that's going to lead to this conversation where she says, you're going to want me one day. Hurry up and accept it. Well, maybe if you kept your legs closed like Chick-fil-A on Sundays, maybe I'd respect it. Constantly reject it. But, yo, let me tell you about the next chick. What was y'all expecting? I hop on her like breakfast. She made me feel like a manly man. I call her Auntie Anne because she was a cougar. Her flexibility was super 
She had a couple whopper. June? Yours? Mm-hmm. Which brings me back to that BK Lou to turn up. My girl was like fast food. Gave it up to anyone that drive through. We ended our relationship over hate. Now my heart feels overweight. It's clogged like my arteries. How could I let you depart from me? My ecstasy. She was my ice to my cup. I was just waiting for her measures. She was the spice. She was the spice to my herb like the chicken at Popeye's. Let us beef. She put some, I put some bread on his head for raising my blood pressure, but she KFC'd me. Bro, what that mean? She left me for a chick and that's not fly. Should I leave her in the past too? Or should I keep eating this fast food? Thanks y'all. How long y'all been together? Oh, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you guys? Okay. All right. So did. There's a lot of different ways I can go with this. All right. So so all right. So um, did you did you guys know each other before the two months? Or you just what website were you guys on? You're nasty. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is a nasty audience. I like this. Um, that has nothing to do with this next poem because this next poem. It's fast food part two. You guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> he heard the Popeyes and the KFC references. He's like, it's my chance. <laughs> I like it. I like it, though. All right. I was on my way to Pasadena with this light-skinned chick that could pass Vagina. She was so bad, I had to let my past the meter. But this sinner buns. We were over before we begun. We had bad vibes, but I loved her like bag fries. She was my sky until I caught her preoccupied with five guys. We begin our bouts with screams and shouts about all the guys she let go in and out. I can't believe her. I caught this little skeezer texting Little Caesars that she was hot and ready like a piece of pizza. I wanted her to stop it, but I couldn't get her off of Johnny's rocket. So like food at the end of the night, we got a scrap and Roy, Roger that. She let him get the cat and the Dodger cap. Oh, get the strap. He's only 50 cent. I'm on the dollar menu. Speaking of money being spent. She's a gold digger that settled for long John Silver. I even caught her in churches with Jack in the box. But this was no confessional. She was a professional. Faker. Sicker than swine. Even bacon ate her. <laughs> she gave me a crappy feel. Played me out like a happy meal. Can't even face it now. She's chasing clowns. I want her, but I don't want a feud. Oh, man, hold on. Let me answer my phone first. Maybe not, because y'all know I got my own dirt. In fact, I'm a Big Mac. I got back with Wendy's and Cinnabon. I sent her. Heart colder in December. It was tragic. I placed her gold, but she's more nickel. It was plastic. She was just another bird holding my pickle. Of course, we had a special sauce. But we started beefing when I found sesame seeds in a bun. Son, let us talk about her onion. It had me cheesy. I told y'all, I'm a Big Mac. But Wendy's, it got weight. It got it got great weight. Hold up, shorty got thicker than a milkshake. How's she keeping all of that intact? Calling herself a snack when she's more of a munchy meal. And this was something real. I was ready to place my order now. Shallow how I grilled her so much she might have gained a quarter pound. After all of the lies, I had to apologize because things were about to get greasier than a pile of fries. 
I said, yo, you remember Auntie Anne, the cougar, whose flexibility was, mm-hmm, until she had Carl's, mm-hmm, which brings me back to you and how I never lose you. Turn up. She said I could hardly disregard, she said she could hardly disregard me for giving hard deeds to a little sister RB, but she was hardly sorry for stepping with the Burger King and this gave me a nervous ring. She said, you was all up in Cinnabons, just worried about getting some that you didn't realize when I left you for a chick, Cinna was the one. I was like, oh, God. She said, don't lie. One day I chased you down the subway. You have no angles. Y'all got to stepping like Bojangles. Oh, I wanted the Popeyes. I was so livid. What was going through my biscuit? My main chick found my side chick and tendered my love away. The ender, I wiped two sides. I like when people say that's hilarious instead of laughs. <laughs> I wiped two sides. All because I wanted to slide with some $5 box. This life must stop because this food can damn you. All because you wanted some free samples. Have some dietary restrictions and stop the destructive living. Or you'll end up in the past too. Because you didn't. Stop eating that fast food part too. I got one more poem. Um, I got one more poem. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, y'all don't know, I moved from New Jersey, right, to Los Angeles. Oh, you you know about New Jersey? Okay. Right. I know it's a state. <laughs> uh, oh, what part? Okay. All right. Yeah. A lot of Indians. <laughs> I was just I was just testing you. I went to see what your reaction would be. Yeah. Looks like looks like Milpitas. <laughs> all right, so yeah, um, I found out something crazy. You know, all these poems have been silly, but this poem is my serious poem, I promise y'all. It's called Lactose and Turbulence. Yeah. Cause I found out. I was lactose intolerant on my way to L.A. It was hard to acknowledge it, but I made a mistake. Upon leaving my cottage, I grabbed a milkshake. And Sharon, it was extra creamy, believe me. Now, beloved, I heard the blender, and you know you're in trouble when you feel turbulence before takeoff. No baggage claim, but I need to drop some weight off. People at home, I hate poop jokes. So part of my immaturity, I had to drop a word that rhymes with curd. And it was absurd how they was treating me. And prior to securing me in security, my boy said, cheese, a selfie could not help me. Stop it, fella. Hear what I'm saying now. I am not beat. No acapella. I could feel that cheese weighing down my insides like mozzarella. He got us personal pan pizzas with lots of cheddar, but I couldn't run away because our flight was underway. What do you do when you feel something brewing from your Southwest that can make the people in the frontier? Y'all don't get it. It was coming from my spirit. I prayed to my Lord in heaven. I said, God. Please forgive me. I'm about to drop bombs like it's 9-11. You ever feel like you can hold it, but you can not choke? And you feel that pain holl up in your gut, yo. And that cheese delta tough blow. 
Once I saw the sunset over the horizon, I had the jet. Bet I was going to disrespect this airplane bathroom in the worst way. And if you know anything about airplane bathrooms, then you know that this is the worst space. Now, believe me, I understand that this poem may be a little cheesy, but y'all don't understand what terror is until a whole plane thinks that you are a terrorist. The stewardess asks, sir, are you okay? I said, I'm a Z-list celebrity. Just leave a pro balloon. I'm good on my own. Again, he said, sir, are you okay? I said, I'm good, bro. I'll be out in a second. But he didn't respect it because in literally one second, he found out the door was locked when he checked it. And this caused him to panic. He said, sir, 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 you need to come out now. I said, bro, what do you not understand? I am struggling right now. When I was done, I thought that plane would never land. I cheesed while they grilled me. It was fly. We were united and proud that I was American. Lactose and turbulence. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. I had fun tonight. Um, yeah, uh, if you don't already follow me, man, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, Facebook and YouTube at Joking Word. I'll follow back because I'm not famous yet. <laughs> but when I get famous, Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, I have fun. Uh, I didn't bring my book with me, but I got a book. It's called The Art of Joking Word. Some of these poems that you heard tonight are in it. Um, yeah, they're all funny poems. They're all silly. And then I got a, a EP on Apple Music and YouTube and all the other places that you stream your music. It's called The Funniest Poet Alive. Um, thanks, man. If you don't believe it, just listen to it. Maybe you might. Maybe you'll say I'm lying. I don't know. But I'm Cal Jokemore Barksdale. Peace, y'all. <laughs> Give it up one more time for Kells. Joking word, Barksdale. Man, I love that shit. I love it. I love it. What's it, Tuesday night? We got to feel like a Saturday in here. You know what I'm saying? Some of Sacramento's finest. You feel me? But we ain't repping the 209 no more. We passed that. I get it. We passed that. No, we passed that. I get it. I understand. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a wonderful night for a little boop. You know what I'm saying? So y'all go home. We still got time. It's about 9.37. Anybody booping at home? <laughs> do what you got to do. Um, oh, okay. Got a little shout out. Got a little shout out. Okay. So coming to the stage, you know what I'm saying? Like the end of death uh, comedy jam, you know what I'm saying? Our own personal Russell Simmons in this motherfucker. Give it up for Sharon. I just want to say, I want to say, I want to bring all my first, all the performers back up here again. I wanted to give once again to Russell, Russell, right here, Russell Cummings, my man right here. Love to give, cause thank you for being a host. God dang it. Love to give, bring up Ike Torres, Ike Torres. Man brought the, man brought the thunder. Like to give it up once again to the sexy sultress, Auntie Vice. And the man of the headline hour, I like to give it up to Kels, Joking Word, Barksdale. Uh, thanks for these people. Thanks for everyone out there for seeing us right here. Yes, this is 
What's so funny about poetry? We're going to try to make it every third Tuesday as possible. Right now, if you know, it's one reason why we didn't do it with a crowd is because there's COVID. So, but we know we're going to get back to the things we used to. Hopefully, people get your mask on and then we'll be doing good. But anyway, I'll say thank you to the couple that did come in. I'll say thank you to Jesse once again, South Comedy Theater. Once again, check all the sites out and everything. Once again, I'll give out to my performers, give out to my performers. I know y'all out there. And everything else, we'll be back again. Before we go, whether you booping or not tonight, okay? Don't let that Omarion touch you, okay? Touch, because he...